0: Hey, everyone. Just a brief announcement for those who haven't heard yet. Intentional Living is now called Alive and Active Life. We are very excited about this new name and the powerful ways God continues to use this ministry. If you'd like to hear more about the process of our name change, I invite you to listen to the podcast entitled Alive and Active Life, Our New Name. And now, here is today's episode. Welcome to a live and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolfe for today's practical insights. Many are getting ready to plant and tend various gardens again this year. Some will be breaking up new ground to start from scratch. Others will be expanding or restructuring existing gardens. Farmers will turn attention to the state of their fields. All who plant will be hoping for beauty and for harvest. So they have to have concern for the state of the soil that they plant in. There's a life lesson in that. Soils of the heart, we should be concerned about the condition of the soil of our heart. When you plant any crop, it is critical to identify the soil's composition, its location, and the natural geographic considerations. Otherwise, there will be little or no beauty and no harvest. There's a parable that Jesus told. He often used parables because they really made a great point with a very interesting story. We're going to take one of them. The uh, It's recorded in Matthew 13, I think it's in Mark 4, and then again in Luke 8. Jesus masterfully uses tangible, practical examples from people's daily lives. And the example he uses in this particular parable is the contemporary farmers of Bible days. They would often plow with just simple implements. They would sow their seeds by hand scattering, and they would then hope and pray for rain. They paid attention to the kind of soil that they sowed seeds into, not of course with the modern technology and chemistry that we have now, but they did. Jesus used these common knowledge life facts to help teach about soils of the heart. Just as earth's soil affects planting, so the soils of the heart affect the planting of God's seeds. The first kind of soil, We're going to discuss and look at is the beaten path. Seeding an area that is hard and packed is an exercise in futility. The seeds will never penetrate that ground. In fact, some might even bounce off onto more receptive ground surrounding the pounded earth. With no hope of rooting, those surface seeds might become nourishment for birds or insects even small animals. This hard, unreceptive soil is a path. It's a place where people travel. They come and go. It's not a place to linger, not a landing place, but rather it's a kind of corridor to get somewhere. It's hard because of busyness. The Word of God scattered on top of the busyness of people's lives often just falls off, or it bounces away, or it is picked off by a competing agenda. There's no lingering, only the coming and going to get somewhere and to do something. It's a place of hardening in people because no one intends to stay. No receptiveness, no readiness of the heart welcomes those valuable seeds. No attentiveness to beauty or harvest reaches out to absorb, to cushion, and to envelop God's life seeds. In fact, it sounds a bit like this. Everyday jobs, my schedule, same sounds, same sights, strategic planning, thinking, travel, meetings, relationships, details, responsibilities, deadlines, opportunities my agenda and uh, oh yes uh the word of god bouncing across it all falling off um to somewhere you know that harvest crops require warm receptive soil and the seeds cannot be brushed aside by the busy comings and goings of life they need deliberate planting The busy paths of life are not the fertile ground of future beauty and harvest for the heart. So that's the beaten path. The second heart soil is rocky ground. Any seed that happens to land between rocks and pebbles may happily grow up to a very short-lived life. The competition for land with nutrients will almost always be won by the forceful, preoccupying boulders or rocks. Any plant that does begin to root between the stones will soon wither with no ability to reach down into the layers where water is stored. When scripture is scattered over the soils of the heart, already too full, too complicated... Littered with many self-imposed life boulders, there will not be impressive beauty or harvest. Unless a major bulldozing takes place, it will only tease with possibilities, but not be dependable enough to support the bounty that God desires to give. Rocky ground is not preferred for a bumper crop. It's nearly impossible to work up. It's not pliable. With no accountability for preparation and care that's required in order to have a high-quality seed crop, this heart soil is not compatible for beauty or harvest. In today's world, it might look something like this. Love good news. Tell me positive messages. Applaud my accomplishments. My life is littered with them. Okay, throw in God's word, too. There's room for it all. Wait, I'm supposed to do what Scripture says? Practice God's principles instead of my own agenda? Give up my life to save it? Living sacrifice? Wait, that's expecting too much. In fact, it's consuming. I have a life to live here. My circumstances are difficult. Time is tight. Setting aside my preferences won't work. Obeying God costs more than I am prepared to invest. After all, I have a collection of personal preferences in my life soil. The third kind of heart soil is the thorny field. This ground is often properly prepared to receive good seed, freshly tilled and raked, After seeding, however, it is not tended on a regular basis. No consistent watering or painstaking critical weeding. No practices of adding nutrients or aerating. It's a lazy, easy-come, easy-go kind of gardening. When harvest time comes, the gardener never knows for sure what should be harvested. The desired crop is thin and emaciated. If any harvest will be salvaged, a painstaking sorting must take place first. Honestly, the painstaking weeding at planting and during growing season would have been easier. When a heart field is prepared but not kept up, good growth appears at first after receiving God's word. Then the invading weed patterns and habits grow up quickly and compete for life nutrients, for time, and for energy. Good growth begins to shrivel, and there's no beauty or little harvest. The yield is similar to the rocky soil, but the thorn-infested crop is thin and emaciated. It's a bit like this in our modern-day life. Ooh, sounds like good news. I'll take some. But I want other things, too. Thinning my life planting to just God's principles? That's not really practical in a modern world. I need to make my life happen. Run hard. Keep up with others. I could miss my moment. What if I lose my health insurance or job? What if I can't pay my bills? Or what if the stock market crashes? I have saved to buy things, to go places, to do things. What if I die first? What if? The fourth heart soil is the good soil. This lush, rich soil is properly tilled, raked, and prepared. It is fertilized to the needs of the seeds and the young plants. Water supply is immediate to give new plantings comfort, support, and nurture. The planted area is checked daily. Weeds are pulled. Stones are removed. Tools loosen the soil to ensure proper aerating. Spacing and planning for future full growth is considered. The very process is enjoyed, making the experience lush rich, just like the soil. Miraculous new growth is eagerly expected. When God's word is received into a properly prepared heart, there is immediate growth. This person's heart soil is made ready for beauty and harvest by the tilling and the breaking that life brings. And this person turns to God during this upheaval as their soil is prepared for more. Their heart, trusts, and obeys even while life is turned upside down and raked over. They pluck out unhealthy, unnecessary pursuits and preferences to leave what is simple and rooted in faith. Good soils of the heart are maintained. Nutrients are replenished. Watered often with God's words of life. In practical terms, today, it looks something like this. Truth. Loving hands breaking up my hard areas. God's loving hands. Water to my weary soul. Good news from a good God. Good promises and principles that I am resolved, resolved to practice even though I don't understand them all very hard work, a leap into Christ even when I'm afraid, believing, training, drilling into the details of my life and my preferences. It certainly looks different than I thought it would, but it's renewing. It's refreshing. In fact, it's redeeming all things in my life. God is good I will trust Him, and I will obey, no matter what my feelings do. And then comes the beauty and the harvest each season. You can have beauty and harvest in your life garden. Why not let God transform the soil of your heart to be rich, a rich place for Him to plant His great seeds why not eagerly anticipate his harvest of beauty? Hebrews 6.8 says, But land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and is in danger of being cursed. In the end, it will be burned. Here are some applications. How are things at ground level in your heart? How about underground where only God can see? What kind of soil is in your heart? Do you have the beaten path? The rocky ground? Maybe you have the thorny field. Or do you have good soil? What needs to change in your heart's soil? What changes are you willing to make to have the good soil that God can plant in? Are you willing to let God till your life soil? turn it upside down, rake it, fertilize and water it? Are you willing to let him pull weeds that he says don't belong? Why not ask God to help you work on the soil of your life garden? Why not let God's loving, kind and skillful hands sculpt His planting strategy in your heart's soil? It's His desire that you have a beautiful life garden and a harvest he wants to help you grow it will you let him you've been listening to brenda wolf with alive and active life visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org your web-based home for resources including books and ebooks libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.